even in the uh, when i entered engineering and i used to perform uh, the first thing that i think the coordinator the cultural coordinator mentioned was that i'm going to get booed out of the stage and it's going to be a very embarrassing thing so there's a lot of stigma that comes from the society trying to push you away from this particular barrier uh, but it also has some uh, advantages uh, from that side saying you know uh, that since there are limited number of males you also always have attention you always have opportunities you always have people asking you to come down learn and perform new roles new characters that allow you to grow as an answer I'm Nick Armstrong, the geek in chief of WTF Marketing, and this is the Fort Collins Startup Week podcast. Today, I get to talk to the fascinating Raj Kumar, who is a dancer, and you will not want to miss his story, so I'll let him tell it himself. My name is Raj Kumar. Um, I am originally from Bangalore, India, where I was born, um, and I grew up there um, doing my uh, degree in dance, and then um, uh, I lived there, I think, until I was 22 years old, and when I was there, um, uh, apart from doing dance, I also completed a degree in engineering at the point, and uh, I also had uh, a dance class of my own where I taught students after obtaining a degree in dance. Um, then I moved to um, United States uh, in twenty no two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand eight. Uh, firstly, I came in uh, here to uh, Indiana University of Pennsylvania for a cultural exchange program. Um, and then I decided to uh, move to University of Wyoming to pursue master's um, in engineering as well. And um, I, at that point, I think for a semester or two, I taught um, dance at the University of Wyoming Fine Arts as an extra credit course. Um, but then, um, you know, the recession kicked in and then um, I had to stop teaching there. Um, keeping dance aside, uh, I actually uh, used to work for uh, National Center for Atmospheric Research in Boulder. Uh, as a computational scientist, um, but uh, I recently switched over to uh, NVIDIA. I now work as a technology developer for them under the same domain. So that's kind of a mini version from both ends, I guess, but yeah. So between engineering and dance, which is the thing that takes up most of your time? Well, actually, um, when I was 16, um, my uh, decision was that I would choose dance as a career. Um, but, uh, as I started to grow in that, uh, domain, I realized that, um, even though there were not, not a lot of male dancers, uh, I did get a lot of attention from several different dance groups, uh, all over the country. But, uh, I saw that in order to keep myself, uh, unique from other people, I had to do or learn skills that most commonly the dancers wouldn't have. Um, at that point, uh, I looked at people who were performing abroad and realized that their um, uh, their uh, knowledge about technology was much more, and that's what they used in their dance, which made them a lot more consistent uh, and better performers than other people. So that's when actually I decided to go into engineering. I didn't have, I, uh, I think I, I had my degree in dance when I was 17, 18, uh, but after that is when I decided to actually take up engineering. My original goal was actually to uh, um, support dance, However, uh, when I came to the United States and when I did the cultural exchange program and I saw, um, I spoke to quite a lot of people, both dancers and engineers, and I realized that there's a small part of me that also wanted to do engineering. Uh, that's how I decided to pursue masters. Uh, I'm trying to at least spend equal amount of time for both dance as well as um, the engineering aspects of it. Do you find that the two skills complement each other? Uh, not in a way, I guess uh, most people would would say yes, but um, the dance keeps my, my uh, focus. Uh, the work, there's a lot of stress in engineering. Um, 
being a technology developer uh, isn't a isn't a stress free job. It comes with its own um, huge amount of stress. Uh, dance actually helps me de stress quite a bit. It allows me to remain calm even under the most stressful situations. Whereas the engineering, um, the most of the times in my choreography, I try to use a lot of different patterns, uh, logic uh, that come from uh, having a strong engineering background. Uh, that's not much of help, but it does help to actually think out of the box sometimes. What are the biggest challenges when it comes to being a professional dancer? I came from a very poor family. Uh, we were not even middle class when I was a kid, when I started learning dance. So the fundamental barrier right there was paying my fee while I was learning dance. Uh, but as uh, as years flew by, uh, uh, we were uh, better off financially. Uh, we moved from a lower class to a middle class family. Uh, I, I could still learn, but now the problem was I couldn't get um, better performing stages. Um, meaning to say, um, for example, every song that you learn typically in India is priced. And uh, it's not easy for um, a middle class person to actually uh, buy all of these songs or uh, buy the teacher's time to uh, do a individual or a personalized choreography. Um, I have come up uh, learning mostly from uh, common choreographies where the teacher actually choreographs for the general class, not specifically for your strengths or effectiveness. And um, I have learned on how to, um, this, this kind of taught me how to actually look into myself and see how I can modify some of the things to suit myself at an earlier age than most people would. Uh, I, I say that that would be uh, one of the major challenges that I always had. Um, I couldn't use live music uh, because of the fees as well. Uh, so I mostly went with the recorded music, which again uh, cuts down the amount of creativity you can express uh, or the amount of individuality you can express in a dance. At least now it's more relaxed, but uh, back in the 90s and early 2000s, I had a lot of advice from very different people not to pursue dancing as a career um, because they sincerely believe that um, dance is not something uh, that male males would actually pursue as a profession. It was a kind of Downloaded upon. Um, even in the uh, when I entered engineering and I used to perform, uh, the first thing that uh, I think the coordinator, the cultural coordinator, mentioned was that I'm going to get booed out of the stage and it's going to be a very embarrassing. So there's a lot of stigma that comes from the society trying to push you away from this particular barrier. Uh, but it also has some uh, advantages uh, from that side, saying you know uh, that since there are a limited number of males, you'll also always have attention. You'll always have opportunities. You'll always have people asking you to come down, learn or perform new roles, new characters that allow you to grow as an answer. But the downside of it is there's a lot more pressure for you to quit this particular stream. I think at some point, even my parents felt that um, the dance was kind of not something that they would like their son to pursue. But um, yeah, so those two, in my opinion, are the greatest challenges uh, that I have to, had to overcome is finding a strength to uh, keep up with the stigma and also find innovative ways to uh, personalize uh, and uh, have better teaching experience despite having short, shortcomings in finance. So, yeah. Do you see those shortcomings happening here too for your local students? Financially, uh, the students I've seen both from Laramie and Fort Collins, uh, I've not seen uh, somebody come to me and say, hey, we're not in a position to pay for the class because the classes at this point uh, uh, are not, not not as expensive as it's uh, as one would expect, but uh, I, I believe it's affordable uh, to the uh, communities, at least in Laramie and Fort Collins. 
Uh, there's a second one. I actually haven't taught a male dancer at all, um, either in Wyoming or in Fort Collins. So um, I guess that's the other side of it. People uh, here, instead of the stigma, I, I guess the default assumption is uh, that male students probably do not learn a classical Indian dance here. Um, so I'm not sure I understand the psychology behind it yet. Uh, but I haven't had the opportunity to train any male dancers in the United States yet. Have you seen an uptick in interest in dance as um, pop culture dance shows take hold? The amount of students that uh, uh, you see in a Bharatanatyam class is relatively less. Um, and most importantly, the amount of uh, the floating population, people who come, try it out, and then leave uh, the the learning this particular art form is higher. Um, dance, especially the Bharatanatyam, is uh, very uh, methodic, uh, very um, kind of penalizing on the body, especially for beginners. So uh, you often see a lot of uh, people who come in uh, not stick for years together um, because it, it takes a lot of commitment from you. It builds the kind of muscle memory. And uh, some of the students who come in also uh, go to other classes. So the muscles that we train are not often uh, complementing their other extracurricular activities that they love to do. So the students have to prioritize which they really want to do, and sometimes they quit for that as well. Uh, so yes, the pop courses do have, or the other extracurricular activities that happen inside Wood Collins do have uh, an effect on us. And I think um, that kind of plays a significant role, keeping the numbers, uh, the number of students uh, in these classes uh, low, uh, not as high as one would expect. So you're presenting at Startup Week. Tell me about what you're going to be presenting on. I want to present uh, how challenging it is to actually keep a startup company from a, a classical dance point of view. How hard is it to actually keep this class open? Uh, how much uh, a company has to modify teaching uh, so that it actually fits uh, the modern era students who actually use technology and who like to keep things simple? and also how to actually keep uh, your muscle memory trained despite the fact that most of these kids don't have enough time to actually come in three or four times a week to develop such a good muscle memory. So I'm trying to present those challenges that would help any other startup company coming up for teaching the class to be better prepared uh, when they open the class so that they can continue uh, sustaining students and sustaining their business. So those are the two things I'm currently working on to present. In terms of your business, what is the biggest challenge? It sounds like turnover, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that is correct. One of the things I guess Ranjani and I have been trying to do is balance between um, what the students need to learn the dance versus what the students expect out of this dance. Uh, we have had uh, students come back and tell us that um, cultural dances don't enjoy uh, typically the amount of enthusiasm from the crowd that you would get from, let's say, a K-pop song. You know, uh, there are a lot of claps, a lot of beat, a lot of cheering that goes on when you look at a very beatful song. So we really have to make these dances uh, be much better, uh, more attractive to the crowd, more applause gathering uh, kind of dance. Um, that one would expect. And that's kind of hard to make, or we have to maybe deviate from the general um, rules of dance uh, in order to gain uh, that additional beats. For example, add in um, uh, modern music equipments that uh, uh, cultural dance does not actually allow you to have. 
uh, things like that. Uh, but also the other challenge here is keeping up with the expectations of the parents and the kids with respect to the current age. Uh, most people want something that's fast-paced, uh, fast learning uh, curves. Um, so it's very hard to build uh, muscle memory in a very short period of time, especially when the number of classes um, are pretty low. So if you could tell a, a startup business that is similar to, to your dance company, what would you tell them? They really need to uh, mingle well. In order to move this, move this art form to, uh, I guess, um, non-Indian communities, they need to modernize this dance so that it's more catchy for uh, people from other countries to come in and learn. For more great entrepreneurial insights, you can visit StartupFoco.com, and we hope to see you at Startup Week.